0: All right, beautiful. So let's get going. All right, today's, uh, today's learning should be aschus. schos. Naliya Neshama for uh, Rivka, Bas Baruch. Tezayin Amaraluf, third line, second word. And on this Amar, we are finishing off going through the Psukim in Megillah Esther. Taking, you know, going through Megillah Pasuk by Pasuk and taking out the various Limudim, the various messages. This is also the second to last Dath. In the first parak of Megillah. We finish the first parak tomorrow. Bezras Hashem. Let's keep going. nase imay davar. Alright. We have the place? Yeah? Alright. Leinaseh imay Achashverosh had asked um, uh, Shimshi, who was reading him his chronicles, what was done for Mordechai when Mordechai helped, sing, helped save Achashverosh's life by, by informing him about Big Son and Seresh. So the response was, Lo nasa imodr. Nothing was done on behalf of Mordecai. Omar Rubba says, Mordechai. The reason why they said this, they told this to Akasharish is not because they liked Mordechai. ela Rather, it was because they hated Haman. And therefore they started noticing that, hey, the tides are starting to turn here. Um Mordechai is now going to start Finding favor In the eyes of And you know what Nothing hurts Haman Any more than Somebody else receiving Kavod When somebody's life Is centered Around receiving honor And their own selfishness There's nothing that bothers them more When other people get what they want So says Rabbah Jimshi told this to Achashverosh because there's nothing... He, he wanted to, to stick it to Haman. Okay. So what... Um, so what happened? So... Um, they told Achashverosh... I'm sorry. That... Yeah. So Haman came and told Achashverosh that there's a gallows. Heichin Lai, That was prepared for him. Tana, we learned. loy hechin, That that uh, Haman himself prepared the gallows. So ultimately, the gallows that Haman set up for Mordecai, he was really setting up his own death. The Megillah continues. Yeah, we have the place. The Pusach says as follows. And Ahasuerus says, listen, this is what we're going to do for Mordecai. Whatever Haman wanted to receive his own honor with, what happened was, once Ahasuerus saw that nothing was done for Mordechai. he called in Haman, and he asked Haman's advice, what should I do for a man that I want to honor? And and Haman's going to give various ideas, thinking that Ahasuerus wants to honor him. So Ahasuerus tells him, no, thank you for the ideas, but I want you to do all these things for Mordecai. So Haman now begins to get nervous, because again, there's nothing he hates more than somebody else receiving honor. So Omar lay. Haman says to Ahasuerus, Manu Mordechai. Mordechai is a very Jewish name. Alright? So, which Mordechai do you want me to give honor to? Omar Lehi. says to him, Hayehudi. I want you to honor Mordechai the Jew. Omar lei. So Haman says back to Ahasuerus, Tuva Mordechai. He I just told you, it's a very Jewish name. There's a lot of Jewish Mordechais. Omar Lehi, says, you know who I'm talking about. The Mordecai who constantly sits at the gates of the king's palace. Lei. So Haman says, that you don't need to give him such honor. It's enough to give him taxes from one village, or from a toll booth going over one river. That, that, that'll make him very happy. Haman says, you know, Haman, you're a smart man. Hanami says, Add it to Mordechai's tab. Give that to him too. Al will al davar. Do not let it fall away from anything that you have spoken. All these grand ideas that you just mentioned should be given to a man that the king wants to honor, thinking it was going to you. I want you to go do that for Mordecai. Okay. So now, the Megillah turns, and we get into the... Interaction between Haman and Mordechai as Haman is going off to give Mordechai this cover. It says in the Possum, Haman took the clothing, the royal garments, the Esasus, and the royal horses. Haman came and he found the Rabbanon, the students that are sitting in front of the Haligah Mordecai. And you know what they were busy with? There was a whole decree against them as Kal Yisrael. And it's Pesach, it's the 16th day of Nisan. And they were busy learning the laws of the Kemitah, the three, three, the three fingerfuls of flour. Kivon de Mordechai. When Mordechai saw Haman coming, the Apik kable that Haman coming to accept him, meaning coming to meet him, the Susay, and he had a, a royal horse, Mechad biyade, in one of his hands, Mirtas. He became afraid. Mordechai thought that this is now the beginning of his end. Haman is personally coming to hang him. And to end his life, Amar lehula le Rabbanan. Mordechai said to the Rabbanan. He said to his students, "Hi Rishia, this wicked guy, this wicked man, lemikdal nafshi to kill my soul kaasi. That's why he's coming. Zilu mikamei. You guys leave. You run for the hills. Dilaiti vachu begachaltai, so that you don't also get burnt by his coals. Meaning, Haman's out to get me. I know exactly what his intentions are. You get out of here. Hopefully, you could save your own hides." By this Atef Mordechai, and what did Mordechai do? He couldn't go anywhere. So, what did Mordechai what do when he's up against the wall? This Atef Mordechai, he wrapped himself in a talus and he started to daven into the Rabbi He starts davening. Now, listen to what happens. You could imagine that Mordechai Shmerina Esray was not the shortest. Asa Haman. Haman reaches the base medrash. The Yasiv Le Kamahu, and he sits patiently or impatiently, and he's waiting for Mordechai to finish. The Irich, and it took a long time. Ad the Mordechai until Mordechai finally completed say his Daven. Omarluhu. So as Mordechai is Davening, Haman says to the students that are that I guess some of the students remained around, Bimaya skisu. What were you guys learning in the yeshiva? What were you involved in? As I was coming with my horse, Amrulay, and they said, man beis When the base mix was around, man mincha, a person who who uh, took an oath that they're going to bring a karba mincha, Maisi male kumse. he would bring a kaimetz a three fingers full, the salsa of fine flour er ley and that would be an atonement for him. Amarluhu Haman said to these students. You should know that one handful of your of your fine flour came and a pushed aside ten thousand Kikare Kaspa talents of silver. Dd of mine, meaning this this financial agreement that I agreed to pay Achashverosh has just fallen out the window. Haman understood that by him leading Mordechai on a horse, this was not a good sign of what was to come. Mordechai now finishes Shmoina Esrei. And Omer Lele, Mordechai says to Haman, Russia. he's not scared of Haman. He says, Haman, Russia. Ebed shekana Ebed lemi. This is first of all. When a servant gets property, is it his or his owner's? Now remember from yesterday's daf. This is not the first time Mordechai and Haman are meeting. Years and years before. Haman was a regular commoner. He was a barber. And he was out in the desert. And we learned, we discussed this, that he sold himself as a servant to Mordechai for ten loaves of bread. Really, Haman, for all intents and purposes, was a servant of Mordecai. So he's talking smack to the yeshiva guys. And he's like, you know, I know it's not going so well for me, but you should know your kibitz is pushing aside the ten thousand talents of silver I offered Achashverosh, to which Mordechai says when he finishes davening to Haman, listen, sweetheart, you know whose 10,000 uh, talents of silver that is? Mine. It's not yours. You're my servant. And anything that you acquire is mine. Stop talking big. Leh. Haman now says to Mordechai, levush, come get dressed in the royal garments, Hani money. Uh 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 Hani money, come put on these garments, Hai and ride on this horse." Okay? Now it was one of the royal horses of Ahasuerus, the boy Malka. Because this is the request of the king, Omar Lay. Mordechai says, I can't. until I first go take a bath, lemazia and go take a haircut. Why? It's not. It's not derech eretz It's derech eretz for me to put on royal garments and ride on a royal horse when I have long hair and I'm and I'm." Uh, um, my hygiene, I haven't bathed in a long time, this is improper it's, a, it's a disrespectful to the king so the news you know, you know how, how fast news travels from the mikveh, right so all of Mordechai's Talmidim, some of the, he had instructed some of them to leave and some of them obviously stayed and had this conversation with Haman so they go and they start spreading the news Haman's here to lead Mordechai and put Mordechai on a horse, this is big news Esther finds out, and she realizes what's happening. So what does Esther do? Shadra Esther. Esther sent out a decree. And she locked up. All the bathhouses, and all the barbershops, all the salons. She locked them up. Because Haman's got to leave Mordecai. Mordecai's not going. If he doesn't have a bath, doesn't have a haircut. Well, guess what's going to happen? Haman's going to give him a bath. A sponge bath. A bubble bath and a haircut. So Haman had to take Mordechai to the bathhouse and give him a bath. Then Haman went and he brought his clippers from his house because Shako and he started giving Mordechai a haircut. And while he was giving Mordechai a haircut, ingid he he um, he gave a uh, he, he kind of quetched the isnach and he groaned. Omar and Mordecai says to Haman, what are you quetching about? What are you quetching? What What's the problem? Umar lei, Haman says, Gavro ikulu I am appointed amongst everybody else in the kingdom. What a hush of a guy like me. Look, I'm a simple uh, barber and I'm a, and I take care of a bathhouse. First of all, you see how sad it is when people they think they are Their jobs Just because somebody is second in command To a king Does that make you any better a person than a barber? No You can have a barber who's a tzaddik, tzaddik, tzaddik And somebody who's in a very high position Who's a rasha Chas But people who don't have Any understanding Of their own self-worth And it's all about the the image that I put out there for others so then to have to live outside of that image is a very painful thing but for somebody who just wants to do, let's say for a, a regular yid, hopefully we're such people, what do we want to do? What Hashem wants us to do, that's it right, that's what Hashem wants us to do, somebody asked my uncle Yechil Per, my uncle uh, is a Rosh Roshishiva and Yeshiva, Yeshiva Farakway in New York uh, He somebody once asked him what uh, what uh, what uh, branch of Judaism he's part of? He want to, he saw he was like a rabbi. He wanted to know, you know person to know much about Judaism. I don't know if he's a reform rabbi, uh, orthodox rabbi. My uncle says I'm an under constructionist rabbi. Yeah, he's under constructionist Judaism, right? You have reconstruction, and that's who we are. We're under construction, right? We're just tr- we're trying our best to do the rachanah Hashem. If somebody's just going through life. Trying to be a proper servant of Hashem. Is there a difference what we do for a living? It doesn't define us. It doesn't change anything. But Haman, who the honor defined him, right? See, he couldn't handle this. This was too much for him. He says, ah, oh, look at me. I got to give a haircut. For somebody else, to be like, ah, oh, listen, I'm able to help another person. It's amazing, right? No, he has to kvetch. What does Mordechai say? Omar lay. Mordechai says to Haman, "Russia, you wicked man. V'lav sapar shokvar kartsum haisa. You used to be a barber 22 years ago in Tona, We learned in so Haman was the, was the barber in, in Kertzim for 22 years. He's telling Haman, you're, you're a pathetic person. You used to be a barber. Now you're in a different position. You can't deal with what used to be your reality. That's Nabuch. So Haman gives him a haircut. And he dresses him up. He says to Mordechai, okay, up on the horse. Let's get going. says, I'm sorry, I can't get up on this large stallion. You know, I've been fasting because of you. Right? i on you scoundrel. Because of the decree that you convinced Dachashveresh to make, I've been fasting. And therefore I have no energy. I can't get up on the stallion. I'm sorry. So Gochin Kesulik, so Haman had to bend down, and Mordecai and Mordechai stepped on him Kesulik. And as Mordechai stepped on his back to get up on the stallion Bade, he gave Haman a little zetz, gave him a little extra, a little kick. Amarle Haman says, like Siblachu, doesn't it say in your in your Torah Vecha you should not rejoice at the fall of your enemies. Amar right? That's not, that's not how a Yid acts. A yid, we're, we're not happy when other people are hurt. Amar lei, Mordechai says, excuse me, you're the exception. You're <speaking in Hebrew> Russia. This is actually a Kiddush Hashem. When people see what's happening, with how the tides are turning, and everything that you put yourself into position, and you had your meetings with Achashveresh, and you think you're all that, and all of a sudden... I'll, you, you find yourself coming to me, giving me a bath, giving me a haircut, and I'm stepping on your back, and you're going to be walking me through town, it's important that I make a big deal out of this, so people will realize the Yad Hashem that's, that's playing out over here. V'hiker L'Fanav. Haman's now leading Mordechai in a horse, and he calls before him, such shall be done to the man, that the king wants to honor And he would chant this over and over and over as he's walking through the streets, Haman leading and Mordechai high up on the horse. As they were passing by Haman's house, Haman's daughter, who was standing on the roof, she thought that the guy on the horse is her father. Of course, my father is the one riding on the royal stallion. And the one leading him must be Mordechai. She took the uh, olden-day toilet, and she threw it, on the head of her father. She dumped the pail on her father's head. Dol Ene, adding insult to injury, Dol Ene, Haman lifted up his eyes to see where that toilet uh you know, uh, came from. The Chazas Dabu, who her eyes met his, his eyes, she saw was her father. Noph she fell off the roof, la'ara to the ground, umesa, and she died. So now Haman lost his daughter. Bahainu by Mordechai Mordechai went back to the king's gate, but Mordechai alone, only Mordechai went back to the king's gate. Omar of Sheshesh, says, he went back, to his sackcloth and his fasting. This is a tzaddik. He's led on a horse. What happens once the kavot is done? It doesn't change him as a person. He went back to doing what needed to be done. That's why it was, it was important for him to tell us this. It's important for the Megillah to tell you. He went back to do what needed to be done. However, 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 roish. Haman went back to his house. Avel in mourning because the loss of his daughter, the chafo roish, and a dirty head. Avel al He was mourning over his daughter, and he had a dirty head because of what was poured onto him. Period. Okay, the Megillah goes weiter and says, Haman now comes home, and he talks to Zeresh and all of his close friends. The first part of the Passover calls them Ayavav, and in the end, it calls him, it says, He consulted his wise men. Um, Omar Rabbi Yechon Rabbi says nikra If you have somebody who's from uh, not from Klal Yisrael, who, is, who tells us something that's chachmadik, something that's wise, we call them a chacham. So what the Gemara is about to point out is that he's going to talk to his family, but we're a, we should notice in the coming verses what the family responded, because these are words of wisdom. They're not Jewish, this family. But the response that he's going to get from Zeresh and these men he's consulting with are going to be words of chachma. So let's see what they said. What wise words did they tell him? They said to Haman as follows. If Mordechai is from the descendant of the Jews, they explained to him, they explained to Haman. If Mordechai comes from one of the regular tribes of Klau Yisrael, you might be able to conquer him. You might be able to overcome him. However, the imi Sheba, Yehuda binyamin, if he comes from Yehuda or binyamin, the Ephraim or Ephraim, Umanasha or lo You cannot overcome him. They told Haman, be careful, because Mordechai is about to take you down. Because the only way you have a chance is if he's not from Yehuda ben Yaman, um Ephraim, or Menasha, and we know Mordechai is. Okay, but let's say, how do you know that you can't defeat them? <coughs> Yehuda, shevet Yehuda, d'chsev <coughs> yadcha ba'ayrev ayvecha. Yehuda will always be grasping the necks of the enemy. Okay, Inach and the other shvatim, d'chsev Behu lefne Ephraim Yamin, in front of Ephraim and Benjamin u'Menasha and Menasha ayra es Sacha, You arouse the might of Hakadosh Baruch so they told, these are the words of wisdom. They told Haman, listen. Sweetie, this is the beginning of your end. of You will surely fall in front of Mordechai. Why did they say kinufol tipol? The word nufol means to fall and tipol means to fall. Why do we say nufol tipol? Why do you got to say it twice? Amru lo. The the people who Haman's talking to, his family and the wise men, they said to him, "Umazu, this nation, the Jewish people, Mishula are compared, are a parable, La'afar, to the dirt. Umishula and they are compared to the stars. Kishu yardim, when they, are, when they have a yirida, when they go down, yarden la'afar, they go down to the dust. We don't need any proof of this. The Jews are either the best at doing things worst, or the best at doing things best. If we're gonna make a pro- if we're gonna do if we're gonna do an avera, we're gonna do it right, right. And we're gonna do a mitzvah. We're gonna do it right, right. There's a lot of things in the world that Yidden are responsible for, for better or for worse. As when when do- goes down, unfortunately it could go the old way. Because like a But once we're on an upward trajectory, which you're messing with Mordechai, they're shooting for the stars and Haman. You have no chance. What happens as they're telling this to Haman? He can't even react. Usarise ha-melech higiyu v'yavhilu. Says this is the words in the pasuk. The agents of Achashverosh show up in the middle of this conversation and they say to Haman, you're late for your second party. Esther and Achashverosh are waiting for you. There was another invitation. Esther invited the second party. It already started. Now remember, Haman is standing there. His daughter just died. He smells... Like the back of a horse. And, the agent, and, and Haman's... And, and Achishverosh's agents come to him and they say, Haman, you got to head off to the party. Malamid, this teaches us, Uhu Bibehala. They brought him to the party in the state of behala. He was very confused. He didn't have any, any uh, calmness of the mind. Okay. Period. There are now three people. Achishverosh, Esther, and Haman... Sitting at the party. Haman smells. And he's not in a good mood, to say the least. Esther is aware of that Haman's not in a good mood because she's the one who shut down the bathhouses and the barbershop to start this whole thing and to uh, make sure that uh, a kiddush Hashem here is made. Achishverosh is the one who's a little bit out of the loop on, uh, on what's happening. All he tried doing was honoring Mordecai. As of now. So let's get going. He asks Esther at the party, What could I do for you, my beloved wife? And Esther says, I need to ask for my salvation. My nation and myself have been sold. We are going to be destroyed. Because our enemy does not care. About about how much hurt it's going to cause the king but by destroying me and my people. Amra um, Loi, What does that mean? Esther said to him. Said to Achashverosh, This tzara, this bad guy, is not worth benezek shal melech. He doesn't. He's not. He, he doesn't. He's not concerned about damaging your empire. Ikanibah." He's jealous of you He was jealous of your wife And that's why he had Vashti killed And now he's jealous of me And he wants to kill me too Esther's starting to tell Ahasuerus Without mentioning Haman by name This person Who's out to get me Is also responsible for killing your first wife So now he's going to be, have his hand On your first wife Vashti And once I'm gone Because of this decree that's coming about through him your second wife will be dead. And King Achashverosh said. Vayomer La Esther Hamalka. And he said to Esther the queen. Notice that it says the word said twice. Right? It said, King Achashverosh said, and he said to Esther Hamalka. What does that mean? Ask the Gemara, Bayomer Vayomer lomali, question mark. Why does it say the word Vayomer twice? Answers the Gemara Amr Rabbi says, Rabbi Avo says originally originally did not speak to her directly since she never told him who she really was or who her family was he considered her to be a peasant interestingly he may have also been but he was an arrogant one at least Right? so he didn't want to talk to her directly See, so he would speak to her through an interpreter, like it's Pasnish for me to talk to you directly. Kivan the Umrele, but once she told him, mi base sho'u ka'asina, that she's actually a descendant of King Shoul, miyad, immediately he spoke to her, Esther ha'malka. That's why it says the word va'yoymer twice. it's telling it twice, to tell us it's the first time he's talking to her directly. Va'yoymer esther, and esther says, is Sarbi Oyeb, ha'mon hara the enemy is ha'mon. That when she was saying these words, this wicked man, she actually took her finger and pointed it to Akashverish because she was telling Akashverish "You're also, you're also a Russia. You're also in on this." But that wouldn't have been good. Yeah, not a good move. Sometimes you get lost in your passion, you overstep your boundaries. So now we're about to see how Hakadosh Baruch is going to send a lot of angelic. Um, help to uh, make sure that the rest of, of this story falls into place. Uba Malach, a came, the satar Yod klape Haman, period, and just move, move her finger and pointed it towards Haman. This way, uh, you know, um, Achashverosh doesn't start taking this permanently. Okay, so Esther now called out Haman. And she told Achashverosh, Haman who killed Vashti, that was his advice, is now trying to kill me because I'm a Jewish. She now revealed herself. She said, listen, I'm Jewish and I'm going to be killed because of this decree that you, you gave your signet ring to Haman to sign. Okay. So what happens? Achashverosh has to clear his mind. So Achashverosh gets up from the party with anger. And what did he do? the Habisam, and he went into his uh, into his uh, gardens of the palace the the Pasuk in Megillas esther compares his feelings when he got up from the party to when he came back to the party makima behema just like when he got up to go clear his mind from the party he was behema with anger Afshiva bechema. he came back angry. Stepping outside did nothing to calm him down. Why? Listen to what happened. Aqadish just make sure that things fall into place. The Ozal, he went outside, the Ishkach, and he found the Malachy the Idmulay Kigavre, he's found Malachim, who looked like men, the Kaokri. and they were chopping Lane wood, libostni. From his garden. He had very expensive, fancy trees, and he goes outside, and there are malachim dressed up like men chopping down his expensive trees. But Omar Lehu and Akashvere says to them, My Abu Daihu, who hired you? What are you doing? Get out of my palace. Lay, and they say, Listen, sorry, the Haman. Haman asked us to come and chop down your expensive trees. Okay. So, Haman's inside his house. It ain't great. He's not in a good mood. He goes outside and Haman, as far as he knows, is now trying to chop down his garden. So Haman thinks he's the big boss. Also the base. Achashverosh comes back into the house. But Haman no fell alamita, says the pasuk, and Haman was falling onto the couch. Says the Gemara, no fell. Why does it say he was falling? No fall, me boyle. It should have said he had already fallen. Because they had been at the party for a while. Our assumption was that he was already sitting down. He was already laying on the couch. What, what is this expression of falling? On where Rebbe Lazar explains, Malame Shebom Malach pilu aleha. As Ahasuerus was coming back in, a Malach took Haman and pushed him on top of Esther. Threw him on top of Esther. looked like he was... Assaulting her, molesting whatever he was doing to her. Omar and Akashvarish looks at this and he says, Vi me basa, vai me bara. Woe to me in my house, woe to me outside my house. Haman, I can't take you anywhere. I can't go anywhere without you getting in my way. But <laughs> And the king said, Hagam Lishkoi Vesamalko, would you even lie with my wife? Me, Babayas, while I'm in the house, what type of chutzpah is that? What are you doing falling on my wife? So, here's what happens. What does Harvaina say? King Akashverush, there's a gallows you should know outside 50 Amas that Haman made. Just letting you know in case you want to do anything to Haman. Omar Rabbi Rabbilazar, says. Russia even though we say the gam Charvina zochor latayv, harvayna was really a Russia. He was a Russia. He 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 wanted the Jews to be killed too. He didn't have the power, but he was very happy with the Jews being killed. But since he saw kaima that Haman's idea ain't working out anymore. Miyad He switched sides. Literally means he immediately ran away. And this is why it says, and Hashem threw him on him, and he does not have on his hand, when his own friends ultimately run away from him. Period. Um, as somebody with more life experience shared with me, and I think about this very often, both. About how I treat people, and notice the way people treat us as well. I think it's very profound in in how we interact with others. Somebody who's uh, at least double my age shared this with me, and he said, um, "Menachem, you should just know when you sometimes when people it looks like people are hurting you, Or backstabbing, or not being fair." And you think they're out to get you. Just know. Most people are not. Out to get you. They're just in it for themselves. And that's mamish how it is. It's mamish how it is. Who's Harvayna? Is Harvayna. Really in it? Harvayna in it for himself. He doesn't. Sometimes we like. We have to know. Like. Um, we could be... Let's take for our own midas. Let's focus on our own midas. Okay? If we get upset at somebody, are we getting upset because we're in it for ourselves? That's a little bit selfish. Or is this because it's really right? It's really like, this is what, I sh- you know, this is what Hashem wants me to be feeling or acting right now. We do have, to a certain extent, control over our emotions. Do we really do this for the? So many times we might say it's the principle of the matter, right? It's really we're just in it for ourselves. And sometimes when people could chas you know, it looks like like why are you doing this to me? They're not really out to hurt us. They're just in it for this is what works out best for them. But it's not like does it change? I think it does. it, It doesn't make things right. But I think it does change how we should react to it. How the conversation to fix should go. If I knew that you're really not out to get me, but you have your, just your own personal agenda, that's it. How can I help your agenda by having it not hurt whatever good we're doing? Right? It's the important thing. That's what's interesting here with Harvayna. And the Gemara, I think the Gemara is giving us a fascinating message here. Harvayna just in it for himself. When in it for himself means the downfall of the Jews, OK, downfall of the Jews. And now that it, it's not good for him to have the downfall of the Jews and things, OK, so it's not good for him. He's, the Gemara calls him a Russia. doesn't make it right. He's not right. He's a Russia. But he's, he's not a Russia on the same level as a Homan and Achashverish. It's, a, it's a, very, a very deep concept. OK, here we go. So Haman is now hung on a tree. Period. What does the Megillah say? Hamas and the anger of the king was calmed down. It says the Gemara. Why does why did it say two shechivos? It says Shachocha. It could have said Shecha. What It seems like there's two angers that were removed. So the Gemara gives a couple answers. One answer is one's referring to the anger of Akadish Baruch, Hu, one's referring to the anger of Akashverosh, and others say the two angers are referring to Shall Esther, the Vashti. The two reasons why Akashverosh was upset at Haman, first of all, for advising him to kill Vashti, and for his claim, uh, and for Haman trying to kill Esther. Okay. That completes the Psukim of Megillas Esther um, and the Limudim that we take from each Pasuk. Here we go. Viter and the Gemara. We're now going to go back a couple Parshios in the Torah to the story of the brothers being down in Mitzrayim Yosef has revealed himself to them. He says, "Ani Yosef ha'od And what does he do? He sends them back to their father, and he sends them off with presents. What does the pasuk say? "Lekulam la'ish." To each of the brothers, Yosef gave to each man Khalifos Simolos, a change of clothing. But Binyamin, but his baby brother He gave five changing of clothes. Says the Gemara. One second. You don't do that. Especially if you're Yosef. How's it possible this thing that this tzadik got hurt from? Yosef. Why was Yosef hurt by the brothers? Because his brothers were jealous. Because Yaakov gave him an extra garment. And that's what led to his sale. Ask the Gemara. Is it possible that the same thing that caused pain to the brothers and led Yosef down to Mitzrayim, top of Amud Bey's, Ye kashel bo, he himself will stumble in, he'll make the same mistake? Why would Yosef give Benyaman five? Why would he start up this whole jealousy thing again? name of Rab, says the name of milas. Because of two, the value of two extra slime, of the fancy garment, the ksinus pasim, that was given to Yosef, he was so, shahaysef Yaakov le-Yosef, that Yaakov added on to Yosef, Mishar achid, from the rest of the brothers, Niskal Galadavar, this whole thing started. The brothers were jealous, and because of that, they got upset at Yosef, and they, and, and they, they started with their biased reasoning. The Yardu was sitting with Mitzrayim, and now that led to the whole Gullus Mitzrayim. Why in the world is Yosef doing this again? He should have learned his lesson. Omar Rabbein Yomad bar answers. Remez Ramazlo. Yosef was hinting to the brothers. There's going to be a son that comes out of his brother Binyamin. He's going to go from in front of the king with five garments of royalty. And Mordechai went out with royal garments. And therefore... And therefore, he gave five because he was hinting to the future. Period. I, what's the question? Shouldn't they still be jealous? What does that help? What does it change anything, right? Lemay right? nafgamina. What does it change? If, uh, it, why are they now not going to be jealous? So some of the Mepharshim explain over here that, that Yosef made sure to keep. Yemen's five garments at equal value to their one garment. Okay? Kaviyoch, lahavdil. Lahavdil. Five Marshall suits for one Saks Fifth Avenue. Lahavdil. Right? But he gave him five suits. Yeah, it could be a good quality suit. Last, it's good, sturdy, good stuff. <coughs> but he did it in a way where it wouldn't lead to any sort of jealousy. Continuing on in these psukim, and Yosef and, and Binyamin fell on each other's necks and they cried. It says he, he fell on Binyamin's necks. How many necks did Binyamin have? Amr of al He cried over the two Makdashim. Two, two, then the future, we're going to be in Binyamin's chalak, and we're going to be destroyed. Binyamin cried on his neck. Very interesting. What do you learn from here? That even if these two brothers saw Baruch HaKadosh, that this is not the end of the Tsarists that are going to happen to their Shvatim. And... Yosef didn't cry over his, his own Tsarist Yosef cried for Binyamin's Tsarist And Binyamin didn't cry over his personal Tsarist He cried for Yosef's Tsarist The question is, get over it What, do you, what is crying going to help? So the Bali Musr explain The Torah is giving us a very important message And that is sometimes as Yidin We get a little too logical And we think to ourselves, how can I help? It's a tough situation here somebody's hurting how can i help and we think to ourselves "You know what we say we can't i don't know how to help i don't know what to do so i move on the title is telling us you can't just move on you at least need to cry could yosef stop what's happening in Benyamin? no could binyamin stop happening? Ha- no the title is letting us know at least cry at least care Caring about the Tzarus of somebody else is doing something. Just by caring itself, it's doing something. <speaking in Hebrew> the Pesach says, your eyes see, v'hinei um, uh, <speaking in Hebrew> rois, your eyes see, achi <speaking in Hebrew> and the eyes of my brother b'nyamin, Amr of Lazar. azhar Lazar says, Amr <speaking> lahem, <in Hebrew> Yosef said, to "His brothers, kashem Sha'im belibi Abinjamin, Achis shleihayya b'mechiras. just like Benjamin wasn't there when you sold me kach ein belibi alechem. So too, I have nothing against you. Same way, I have nothing against Benjamin. I have nothing against you. Kipi hamedaber alechem, for this is my mouth that is speaking to you. Kafiy kein libi. So too, my heart is. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Um, you know, echad belpe, echad belive. I mean. I mean, what's on my heart." Ula Shalach and to his father he sent like this what did Yosef send back to Yaakov? 10 donkeys full of the best of mitrayim my Mitzrayim. what is considered the best of mitrayim the sent old wine that The elderly people enjoy it because uh, sometimes elderly people get colder, and this and uh, the wine helps warm up their bones. And therefore, Yosef sent it to bring warmth, uh, physical warmth, to Yaakov. His brothers went and they threw themselves down. They bowed down in front of Yosef. Talah be'idna sogedle. What important message. A fox in his time, you bow down to him. Says the Gemara. So Yosef is a fox. Says the Gemara, Talah a fox. My say Why is he a fox compared to the brothers? It says, oh, why'd the brothers bow down to Yosef? Eh, the same way a fox you normally would have bow down to, but you know what, if he's, if he's the king, you should bow down to him. So that's why they bowed down to Yosef. Ask the Gemara, why is Yosef compared to a fox? Answers the Gemara Omar Allah uh, Yimmar Rather, if you're gonna if you're gonna give up shot, this is what we mean. By yishtachu Yisral Al that this is referring to when Yaakov bowed down to Yosef. Omar Rabinamar Yapp is Am Rabalazar, that's when Rabinam Yafiz says name Rabalazar, Talib Ibn a fox in his time you bowed down. Meaning, compared to Avinu, Yosef is 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 of lesser stature. So why is Yaakov bowing down to somebody of lesser stature? See, here's you hear a very important message in life. Even if somebody is not as great, even if somebody's not as great as me, is not as great as you, or we don't uh, we don't feel they're on our level. If they're the one in the position, then we have to respect the reality of that position. Very good. Just to focus on this, I think it's you know I'm not sure how to articulate this. I think especially with the younger generations, um, people have a hard time understanding why we need to respect people we don't agree with just because they're in a position of authority. There's something too. Listen, if somebody if somebody's the president of the country. Whether or not we agree or disagree with his politics, he's the president of the United States of America. We, if, if you go into the president, no matter who it is, you, you respect the president because of the office that he holds. And doesn't, again, it does not mean that you agree with everything, but there's, a, there's an element, if, the fox in his, if this is the fox in his time, you have to respect that platform what that person represents. And this applies within companies. It uh, applies within organizations. It uh, who are you to tell me what to do? If this is what that person's hired to do, then now they're a person who who I should listen to. That's it. Like, it's not, you know, it's... Kakava, a fox in his time. It's a very important message to be matzliach, to be successful in life. Because if we're not willing to allow people to... to um, fulfill the positions that they're put in to be. It it, it creates a breakdown of a whole system. Okay. Weiter. Let's continue on in the story of Yosef and the brothers. Yosef comforted the brothers and he spoke to their hearts. He spoke words that were accepted by the heart. And he says to them like this, Don't worry, I can't hurt you. You guys are ten flames. You couldn't put me out. How much more so? I'm only one person. You think I could extinguish your ten candles? If you couldn't do anything to me, I can't do anything to you. Don't worry. La Yehudim, my was back into the Megillah. La you enter the Yehudim, there was tremendous light, joy, gladness. Amar of Yehuda, Light is referring to Torah. V'chenu omar, kiner mitzvah Torah, the mitzvahs are, a, are a, a candle, and the Torah is the light. You need the mitzvahs to hold the Torah. Simcha, the joy is Is yamtif? We made a yamtif. Should be joyous on your holidays. He's referring to bris mila, we we um one of the um, Rashi says one of the decrees that Haman made is to stop bris mila, and therefore we were able to give milas to anybody who wasn't able to have before. I'll be happy over your words referring to Bresmila. Vikar elu tfillin and honor and beauty is referring to tfillin. Everyone's going to be afraid of you. This is referring to tfillin shalreich. This is referring to the tfillin of the head. Okay, let now let's keep going back into the word the of the Megillah right this is the when we read the 10 sons of Haman all in one breath umra vada de minyafa rivada de minyafa says "Aseres ben haman ve Aseres sarakl marmanu binashima akhas the names all need to be done binashima akhas in one breath my time why do we got to why do we got a list all the names of Haman's 10 sons in one breath kulubahadi adadi naqunishmasaya yiris because they were all hung, and they, they all died. Their neshamas left their bodies at the exact same moment. And that's why we say it all in one breath, to remind us of this reality. Yom Rav Vav which is one of the names of Haman's sons, Vaizosa, Tsarech Lemimtecha B'Zekifa. You have to make sure that it's, uh, per, it's strongly pronounced. Kimodor, kimodor delibres, like um, a long, like a pole, delibres of libres. What does that mean? My kulubikad zakifa is dakifu. The when you write the vav in the megillah should be a very long vav to let us know that the gallows was not like a wide gallows where you had ten sons hanging side by side. Rather, it was one tall gallows and the suns were all hanging one on top of the other, one higher uh, than the next. Amrachinid Bar-Papa, says, Darash Rav Shila ish Tamarta. Rav Shila kvar Tamarta says, All of the songs in the Torah should be written, Ariach Al-Gabe Levena. Okay, now when you build a building, you don't stack bricks, one straight on top of the other. What do you do? you set up your lower amount, and then the bricks on the next level are halfway over, right? It's, uh, it's staggered, okay? So whenever you have Shira in the Torah, it's staggered. Look at the same for Torah, Az Yashir, right? Moves around. Levein al gabi and then a whole brick on a half brick. Chutz shira zu, u-Malchi-Kanan, except for the Shira over here by Megillas Esther, and by the Shira when we defeated the kings of Canaan, Shariach al-Gabi-Ariach, there it's, it's straight. Uh, half, a half-brick on top of a half-brick, a lavena, and a whole-brick. I've got a lavena on top of a whole-brick. Says so Gamara, my time, huh? Why, by these two cases, isn't it staggered? And says Gamara, because when it's staggered, yeah, you ever play Super Mario? Yeah, you ever play these games, right? Whatever the tune is, right? It, you, when the things are staggered, you could jump from one brick to another, and even when you fall off a brick, you could fall onto, you could save yourself. But if there's nothing to jump over to, yeah, so then there's no way to get back up. There's no way to save your life. And therefore we wanted their the, the downfall um, must remain permanent and there's no way for them to get back up. The king says to Queen Esther, in Shushan, the Klai has killed. Omar Rabbi Avohu, Malamed Shabbat Malach, story alpid Malach came and he hit Achashverosh on the mouth. Okay? What does it mean he hit him on the mouth? He stopped him in the middle of the sentence because Achashverosh is talking now about the damage that Kal-Yisrael is doing. And Achashverosh doesn't want that either because his, even though he's saved kal but now his subjects are being killed. So he says to Esther, Oh, abira, hargu And he's about to, like, put an end to it. A malach came and, Jip Achashverosh... Zip it. No, no complaining about this. And when Esther came before the king, he said it with a safer, with a book. It says the Gemara, Omar, Omra Yeah, what happened was she came in front of the king, and it says, He said with the safer, meaning with the original um, document, constitution. That that uh, was signed with Haman to defeat the Jews. So the Gemara says, What do you mean? Wasn't it Esther coming in and asking for that to be changed? It should say that she said, Amra um, and says, Amra Esther said to him, Ye Amr Bape, Masha Kosab that the Megillah should be said over. By exactly what is written in the sefer, okay. What does that mean? What does that mean? la it's actually teaching me an interesting halacha. That in order to be yaitze Megillas Esther, you have to read it from the words that are inside. Divrei Shalom veEmes, words of Shalom, words of peace veEmes and truth. Amar of Tankhon of Asim. Malamich B'kamita Shel The same way, you need the, the lines. You look in the Sefer Torah, there's like uh, it's like lined paper, but it's like a etched in line It's like to to keep it straight so a Megillah as well needs Sirtut, like a Sefer Torah, in order to be kosher Umamar Esther Kiyam and Esther's words were fulfilled Maimar Esther In, the words of Esther were fulfilled Divrei my Slai, but the words of the, whatever's mentioned about the fast not in the previous Pasuk it's talking about uh, whatever Esther said, plus um all of the all of the tanesim that we had, which led up to the salvation. And then it says, just what Esther said should be everlasting. The Gemara says, what about everything else? That should not be remembered for eternity. Answers the Gemara, and says, put it all together. And it means that, it taka means, all the fasts, all the tshuvas, and Esther's words—all these should be brought together for eternal purim. Kimordchai. Period. Okay, back into the Megillah. Kimordchai Hayyudhi, because Mordechai, the Jew, Mishnah LeMalach Achsverish, second in command to King Achsverish, the Gada yehudim and he was big amongst the Jews, Verotzoi and he was liked by most Jews. Sounds familiar. He could be a big tzaddik. He's never going to be liked by every Jew. Okay. Says the, Gemara, the He was liked by most Jews, but he wasn't liked by every Jew. What do you see from here? Melamed, this teaches us that there were even members of the Sanhedrin that, that uh, walked away from Mordechai. They got upset at Mordechai. Says Rashi. Why? Why did they get upset at Mordechai? You know why? Because he got involved in politics even though he saved Klav Yisrael. but they felt that he was ruining his das Torah now that he's going to be getting information from outside of the world of Torah he's not going to have the same clarity and they weren't they weren't so happy with his decision to to still be involved in the king's palace some says to I'll speed up over here we got to uh, go on a little overtime time uh, Torah is greater than saving uh, Than saving lives. Okay. Now, obviously, if somebody's life's in danger, you stop learning Torah, and you um, and you go save their life. Over here, it's referring to if somebody has a choice. Well, a person's involved in lima Torah, and you're not sure whether you know there's danger. Uh, there's danger around the corner. Whether you should give up your current learning because of a, because of a suffic, it's better to focus on on what you know for sure, what is called the Bari, the certainty. Because first, when listing the Chachamim, Mordechai is listed fourth, and afterwards he's listed fifth. Which means as great as he was, he kind of was lowered because he just simply, was only 24 hours in a day. He didn't have the same amount of time to dedicate to his Torah study. Now how do you know that originally he was listed fourth and then he was listed fifth? Originally it says, Asher Bau, Babel, he came with Babel, Yeshua, Nechemya, Suraya, Reelaya, Mordechai Belshan. And Mordechai Boshan. He was the fifth. Well, Vesaifiksiv, and then afterwards said Habam, Babel, who came with Babel. Who were they? Yeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Ramaya, Nachmani, and Mordechai Boshan. Um, so he slid down one step. Amarab, um, the Tamer of Shmo Marta. As long as Baruch Beneria was alive, Ezra. Allah Ezra did not leave him his Rebbe to go up to Eretz Yisrael. Amar Amar Barmarta is greater than Shonim Yaakov Avinu Vibes For all the years that Avinu spent in the Yeshiva of Shem Eber he was not punished. How do you know that Yaakov Avinu wasn't punished for the time he spent in Yeshiva, the Amar Mar? Because the Tanah taught us, Lama nimnu shel yishmol? Why do we give the life of Yishmo? So that we can start, by knowing how long Yishmo lived, we'll be able to figure out how many years Yaakov learned in Yeshiva. as it says, Ve'ela shnei yishmol. Yishmol, these were the years of Yishmo's life. Ma'as shano, shano his years were... 137 years. And Besham, tomorrow we will continue on in understanding how this pasuk, telling us that Ishmael lived 137 years, teaches us anything about Yaakov Avinu and his 14 years of being in Yeshiva of Shem Ve'eber. Period. We'll hold it here for today. B'shem, we'll pick up from here tomorrow evening. just want to share one. I think it's, an, it's a very important idea. And that is we see that Mordechai slid down in his, um, you know, in his level, we'll, we'll call it, of Torah. But does it say that Mordechai was wrong? No. It says some of the other sages disagreed with it. But it doesn't seem he made a mistake. Sometimes, not sometimes, this is really, this is life. We're, we're as human beings We can only be in one place At one time And do the best with what we have With the decision making abilities That we have Obviously we need to turn to the proper mentorship So that we're not being biased And giving you know, excuses To not live our lives the way we really could be But it's, it's interesting to note That it says Look how great Talmud Torah is Even above the position that Mordechai had True but does that mean Mordecai made a mistake? No. We have to know that sometimes it's worthwhile giving up in our Torah learning because there's something else that's right to do. It's one, uh, for example, there's a story brought about uh, Rav Shach, the Panevizhi Rosh Hashiva. One of his students, one of his students came to him and he says, Rebbe, um I'm being offered a job as a high school teacher. Hold on, sorry. I'm being offered a job as a high school Rebbe. So, um, so Rav Shach says, no, so why don't, why don't you take the job? Here, you can come in. that's just telling the story, then we're going to stop, okay? He says, why don't, why don't you take the job? He says, because if I take the job, I'm going to be busy talking to my students, I'm not going to have as much time to study Torah, and I'll be busy with all sorts of other stuff. So um, Rav Shach says, and what do you think I'm doing right now? you're also my student, and you're also telling me, but for, that's what I'm doing right now. Right? No, it's right. Exactly. So learning's important. Torah's important. But there's other things that are important. And you gotta, you know, depending on where life takes you, for work, for positions, for family, for health, whatever, depending on where it is, you gotta make the best. Sometimes it does mean a little bit of a slide in our Torah learning. Sometimes, hopefully, it can be an, adva- an advancement. But the main thing is to make the best decision to do our best for... For Claw Yisrael, for ourselves and to to do what's best to make the Rubani Shalom happy. Okay, we'll hold it here, Bez Jem will pick up. Get the Nacht everybody.